course, the other aspect of it is your thoughts and what you're telling yourself consistently, constantly through the day. And I think that's a huge one that a lot of women, men to struggle with is the conversation they're constantly having in their head. And it could be the fact of, hey, I'm doing all this right. And what is wrong with me? Why can't I get better? What is happening? You know, whatever it is that you might be saying, whether you're not good enough, worthy enough, and that the negative mm -hmm. shit that you constantly are saying to yourself will keep you from healing. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I know that Kitty has kind of gone through a stressful time and I went through one very stressful five years ago. <clears throat> and I'll just, I mean, and, and I've talked about this before on here and, and, and I, you know, maybe not as in depth, but it was essentially, you know, I had a neurological, very neurological response to getting a Botox injection at a time in my life when uh, probably I was mentally uh, taxed to, 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 I had just got, gotten out of a really dysfunctional relationship and I thought having Botox would fix that and or whatever. And, it, and it, I had a very neurological reaction that made me very, very, very sick. Welcome to the Win It Life podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can break free from restrictive diets and build a body you love. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and your host for this episode. It is absolutely pissing down rain here today. And when I say pissing down, I mean it's like pouring rain. Sometimes when I say that on Instagram, people ask me who are not from Australia, they're like, what do you mean when it's pissing down rain, Kitty? And it always makes me uh, makes me laugh. But, yeah, it's absolutely pouring it down rain today so much that I think you, you might be able to hear it in the background. So today's uh, episode is all about healing and how there's more to healing than just a pro-metabolic diet. And I actually recorded this with Kate, oh, God, it was probably two or three months ago, Um and I really need to probably re release the episodes closer to when I actually record them because I talk about going on holiday and that was like back in August. And so we've already been on holiday. Actually, it really wasn't a holiday because we moved house. Um, but it was awesome to move and to be settled into our into our new house. Um, and I really wanted to wait to release it until I'd actually recorded the solo podcast just with the update on, you know, how I was going on my journey to falling pregnant at 40 because I talked quite a lot about it in this episode and, you know, how much the emotional and mental stress really had a toll on my body and how it affected my health and how a lot of my metabolic markers actually went backwards. So, you know, my period became shorter. I started spotting, you know, I wasn't sleeping during the night. I was peeing constantly because I was so anxious, even though on paper I was doing everything right, you know, so I was, wasn't training a lot. I was walking every day, getting sun, eating loads of food and, you know, taking all the right supplements. So, you know, it really, I think, just hammered home to me the effect that emotional stress and, and your thoughts can actually have on your body um, physically. So yeah, in this episode, Kate and I get really deep and personal and Kate shares um, her story around, you know, when she got the Botox and the adverse reaction she had to that and all the thoughts and feelings and how that actually affected um, her health. And I think, you know, a lot of women, when, when they come to us or when they find, you know, pro-metabolic eating, that they think, you know, the only parts to it really are training and nutrition. And, you know, those things are definitely foundational when it comes to healing, but there is so much more 
um, to your journey. And so, so many more parts, I think, to, to health. So I guess, you know, if you, if you feel like you're doing everything right, but, you know, things aren't really falling into place like you expected, I think this episode, you know, might really um, help you and also let you know that you are not alone. You know, we all struggle, even Kate and I struggle. And I think all of the coaches out there would struggle. Some people just aren't as open about it um, as others. And we all beat ourselves up from time to time. And I think, you know, the truth is that there's always going to be stress in our lives. And I don't think it's totally unreasonable to think that you're never going to have stress in your life. You know, you need to try and build your resilience or find ways to build your resilience to stress and navigate your way through it. Um, you know, because that's really and really important part, I think, to obtaining health and happiness um, and balance. But, you know, I think through our stories, it really highlights the toll that your mind and your thoughts and emotional stress can really um, have in your body, even though you may be doing <clears throat> everything right. And while, you know, you should be able to become more resilient to stress, I think that chronic ongoing stress is what is not good for your body. So, um, you know, as always, if you love this episode, um, and please, sh- please share it. So take a screenshot um, share it on Instagram stories and tag me at K-I-T-T-Y-B-L-O-M-F-I-E-L-D. Hi, Kate. Welcome back. Hi, Kitty. It's good to see you. <laughs> you too. We spent the last hour catching up as we always do. We had this big, well, it was m- more me. I was like, oh, we should try and record like two or three in a row. But we never can do that because we usually spend the first hour just gas bagging and having to catch up, don't we? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I- you know, I told Kitty, we need a timer, 20 minutes of talk, and then we just blew right by that. And I'm like, this is not, just do one. How's the uh, French book going? I didn't actually French, ask you that. French book is yeah. like on probably that sixth edit. Um, you don't ever realize how many edits you go through because then once you get it formatted, you have to edit that because a lot of the formatting comes back with how they format it. It can be all weird. Now it's in French. So um, I'm hoping we're like on the last one, maybe the second to last. Every time I think like, this is it. I'm like, you, yeah. I'm like, okay, let's do it. And then I, mm-hmm. I have my French translator. She is awesome and goes through it with a, uh, just looks at every single thing and comes back. We, this and this and this and this. So anyways, it's almost there. The yeah. cover's done. Everything's done. We're just little blippets away. So I, I think maybe by the end of August, finger crossed yeah yeah Yay. how exciting good news yeah good news. so french people <laughs> if you're listening to this it's coming if out you're listening french. and you can't understand this <laughs> french is coming oh that's so funny well uh well today's podcast we're just going to get really deep and personal and share um just stuff that's happened to us around i guess stress and emotional stress and our own journeys. Um, and Kate and I were just talking about this before the podcast. It's, you know, I see this with clients as they come in. You know, I think a lot of women think, and men too, there's men as well, I should exclude the men, but that, you know, you come in, you, you fix your training, you fix your nutrition, then everything's going to be great. But that's not the only part to healing your body. Like there's these other quadrants. And I think you were talking about a post that you wrote just recently on Instagram addressing this? Yes. I mean, I address it because I, I, I think there's like literally four quadrants to your health. 
um, diet being a huge part of it. And so if the diet is off, it's certainly by changing it and having a diet that's more bioavailable and easier to process and digest can certainly support you. But I know that I certainly have people that contact me and they're thinking I'm doing everything right. And my, you know, things haven't improved that much. And usually the next question is, well, how's the stress? How's the rest of your life? How is the other aspects, which are, I like to refer to as your environment, which is your job, your home, where you live, you know, the weather, um, then your sleep and rest and vacation, you know, as Kitty and I were just talking about this, that she doesn't go on any. Um, but, but we are, we are. We are right? going But she is. Yeah. She is. Nine right? days. Probably, it's yeah, and nobody in, probably a, has for the last year. It's only know? like um, the 13th we go. So by the yeah. time people listen to this podcast, they would have probably been on holidays and come back. That's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. So that part is a huge component because we don't do it or we don't take weekends off. Right. Especially mm. during the COVID, nobody was going anywhere. And then, you know, of course, the other aspect of it is your thoughts and what you're telling yourself consistently, constantly through the day. And I think that's a huge one. That a lot of women, men to struggle with is the conversation they're constantly having in their head. And it could be the fact that, hey, I'm doing all this right. And what is wrong with me? Why can't I get better? What is happening? You know, Whatever it is that you might be saying, whether you're not good enough, worthy enough, and that the negative mm. shit that you constantly are saying to yourself will keep you from healing. And, mm. you know, and I know that Kitty has kind of gone through a stressful time and I went through one very stressful five years ago. <clears throat> and I'll just, I mean, and, and I've talked about this before on here and, and, and I, you know, maybe not as in depth, but it was essentially, you know, I had a neurological, very neurological response to getting a Botox injection at a time in my life when uh, probably I was mentally uh, taxed to, the, to, to, I had just got, gotten out of a really dysfunctional relationship and I thought having Botox would fix that and or whatever. And, it, and it, I had a very neurological reaction that made me very, very, very sick. Um, and nobody knew what to do. Nobody knew how to fix me. I didn't know how to fix me. And it, it dragged. And because of that, what was happening was I was uh, certainly beating myself up a lot because I couldn't fix it. I didn't know how to fix it. And, I, and because I was just pushing myself and trying to do everything right, mm. getting the acupuncture, getting the massage, <laughs> meditating, you know, I certainly had the diet right. And I couldn't and I wasn't getting better at least, you know, in the way that I believed I should. Of course, nobody knew what or how to get better from this experience. So there was that. Um, but it became very, very mentally stressful for me. And here I was also trying to be a, a health practitioner um, and practice and, and support that this was, you know, what I was teaching was very supportive to healing. And it, it certainly is. But where I was, it, what I was doing wasn't fixing me. And, you know, and when we, when we get to that place and then we tax ourselves with our, our thoughts of, you know, for me, you know, a lot of started shame started coming up a lot of like, what am I doing? And I questioned myself a lot. And of course that just made it worse. And <clears throat> it became a lot of, I had to kind of get to the core of what was happening and, and, and let a lot of things go. And instead of trying to fix it, because we're all trying to fix things a lot, especially when mm -hmm. we start eating a more metabolic diet, we're trying to fix our issues. And I guess there's nothing wrong with that until it starts working against you and you start creating more stress around it, which is the other part of your stress kind of, your, or your, your life of health, when you start resisting things a lot. And um, that alone can became it more stressful. And I know, you know, we were just talking with you about your experience and what was happening 
even though maybe you were doing technically everything right and you weren't getting the result you wanted. Oh, it's, it's so crazy. And like, I've done like in the last few weeks, a lot of reflecting about the last, so, so it was December that we really decided that we were going to try and, you know, like have a baby. And I, as we've talked about before, I'm such a results focused person. Like, you know, I'm a numbers driven. It's all about progress, progression. Can I measure it? Um, and I actually true like and Craig because Craig and I have had so many conversations. Poor old Craig, <laughs> to me cry and bloody, you know he's so he's just so good, and you know we've had so many conversations about this. And I just said to him the other day, like I felt like trying for a baby for me is like, and this is going to sound so dramatic, but like just destroyed my soul literally. Like it was this, you know, because I'm so my entire life I've always been okay. I want to do something. I just set my mind to it, decide I'm going to do it. I work hard. It might take me longer than I think, but eventually I get there. You know, it's like that, which which is a, an amazing quality to have. You know, Craig said this to me. He's like, you, know, you shouldn't feel bad that you are how you are. Like you're amazing. Our business is where it is because you are like you are. But he said when it comes to this, it's so destroying. It's destroying you because you try to control everything. And, you know, I... I also said to him though, you know, like I really feel like we've we've done some, you know, good things. You know, back in December, like prior to December, it was right in the middle of COVID. It was stressful, I think, for everyone. You know, at, we back then had invested. We've finally finished this app. Fuck yes. <laughs> Two and a half years later, you know, we'd invested a shit ton of money into this app, this huge rebrand, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then COVID hits, you know, money, so much money going out not as much money coming in, you know, that's stressful, not knowing what, again, for me, not knowing what's going to happen, no control, <laughs> you know. Um, and then we tried to buy a house and, you know, it's then we decided, okay, we're going to try and have this, have this baby. And then, for, so for me, I just got so hyper-focused on everything that I needed to do. So, you know, I bought my body fat up, you know, I was probably, I was, quite lean you know I was training hard maybe sitting at around 22 percent body fat which is not super lean but it's leaner you know so I've bought that up now I'd be sitting over 25 percent, so that's good you know did that you know dialed the training back a bit not as much volume as high intensity but still training reasonably hard you know because I love training um you know just extra supplements extra progesterone. you know work with Emma work with Tomo I've got my boobs out got my breast exp- the things out. I thought that's a good thing. You know, I stopped dyeing my hair, not because I just thought that dyeing my hair was going to make a difference, but I just wanted to just let my natural color grow because I couldn't be fucked to dye it anymore and just embrace it. You know, a couple of years back, I stopped getting Botox. You know, I've done a lot of good stuff in the time that we've been, you know, since we've been pro-metabolic eating. And my cycle was always a mess before we started. So, like, I had a miscarriage. I had a DNC. I had polyps bloody removed. I had, like, precancerous cells removed from my cervix. I probably wouldn't have done that if I knew now what I know. But back then I didn't know any better. I took the pill for years and years and years, took a lot of prescription and non-prescription drugs, you know. And then since I started pro-metabolic eating, my cycle became regular, you know, pretty asymptomatic. Occasionally I get the occasional bit of cramping, you know, maybe a bit, bit of sore boobs, but that was only if we had a really stressful month. And then, you know, we started trying for a baby, you know, even went and saw fucking fertility specialists, got heaps of blood tests done. Craig got his sperm checked and everything's good. And 
gradually as time got on and, and on and, you know, like I was like, I would track my cycle and look for the cervical mucus and we have sex for five, six, you know, like I was so, you do everything, Kitty, you do everything. And then I got to the point where I was like, okay, maybe I need to stop training. Maybe I just need to completely stop training. You know, you like eventually you start to grasp at straws. You're like, maybe it's this, maybe it's this. And as time got on, I just got more and more hyper-focused and I would think about it constantly. And then my sleep, I started to wake up numerous times in the night to pee. And then over the last three months, my cycle got shorter and shorter. Last month, the month before this, like I'm right in the middle now, it turned up at 22 days. And I started spotting before my cycle, which I've, that's never happened to me before in the last, like, since I've started pro-metabolic eating. Even Craig said, he's like, oh, this is weird. He's like, you, you've always been good with your cycle, you know. Um, and this is in a time when I was training, hardly at all training. So I was just walking, doing mobility work, stretching, you know. I've trained way more than this and had way, no issues with my cycle. So, you know, eating so much food, put all this body fat on, you know, getting sun every day, supplement protocol, fucking A+, plus, you know. But it was just this constant emotional and hyper-focused that was causing me anxiety. I even got to, I did fucking acupuncture, <laughs> meditation, Mm-hmm. I did the t- a tapping session, which was actually at the time it felt good. And, you know, like we said, we're pretty open about sharing. Like I just cried and cried. And I think like I had all these things like I'm a failure. I'm a fucking failure. Like even talking about it now makes me feel a bit like a bit teary because I'm and I'm like, you're not a failure, Kitty. You just because I can't make it happen. No matter what I did, I couldn't make it happen. I was thinking I'm doing every everything right. And, you know, like we talked about, it's been a really stressful. And I even saw a therapist, you know, because mm-hmm. like, hey, what the fuck can I do to try it? And she said, she's like, you haven't had a break since, like, we went on this holiday to Hayman Island before COVID hit. So you haven't had a break for 18 months. It's been all this stress in your business. Everything, she's like, and then you wanted to try and have a baby. And now you're so hyper-focused on this results and progress. And it's like, you know, like, there's no progress with having a baby there's you're either pregnant or you're not it's like this fucking groundhog day which over months and months and just killed me and killed me and killed me and then you know it's I was talking to Amy who I did this which I, I was actually really glad that I did that you know you know you look back and you think oh you know I fuck I've wasted nine months but I hadn't because the mobility stuff was great it really you know I've, I have in, really enjoyed it and it gave me another practice to my training and obviously mobility is helpful you know, and Craig's always given me that stuff, but I just never actually fucking did it because it's Craig, you know. So this made me do it. And I just got to the point where, you know, I was I was actually talking to Lauren De La Cruz, you know, her course, Preconception course. So she asked a handful of us just to review it and obviously would help her promote it and do a review. And it's a great course, you know, and we were just having a chat. And she said, she's so nice. She's like, because she's not so forward like me. She's like, oh, can I just, could I give you some advice, Kitty? And she's like, I think you should just stop trying. <laughs> she's like, your personality, you're so results focused. It's stressing you out. You're not sleeping. Your cycle's a mess. Not a mess, but, you know, like it's obviously worse. She's like, you're not going to fall pregnant. And she's like, you should just train. If it makes you happy, you know, like eat lots of food, you know, nourish your body, be happy, do what makes Kitty happy, you know, stop, stop, take the pressure off you and Craig having sex because it was just like, I would feel okay and then it would be time for us to try in that period and I would just become anxious again, so anxious, and I wouldn't sleep. And then Craig obviously is having this pressure to perform and I just was like to Craig, we just need to stop now. Like I can't 
like obviously we not not try, so we just have sex, unprotected sex, you know, roll the dice and as Craig would say, you're rolling the <laughs> rolling the dice back in the day. Um and instantly, like within a couple of days, I just was sleeping through the night. Within two yeah. days. And we've had more sex in the last two weeks. Like and just spontaneous, enjoyable sex. And I'm like, you know, I did a leg session pretty I mean, heavy, I think it's not that heavy for me, but you know, reasonably taxing leg session had a great sleep (laughs) yeah and I think that's that's where the balance I think we talked about this right and and I because I know I certainly have people that I said have come and say I'm doing everything right right Mm -hmm. and you think you're doing and and then I also have people that and and this is where I you know you have to figure out you always have to ask yourself and I and I say this to clients you know if it is what you're doing saying or thinking supporting what you're trying to do or not. And if, you know, if there comes a time with even stuff like food logging, right? Mm. Food logging is a great tool. It's super helpful. It allows you to see things, but I'll have people that it's stressing the crap out of them Mm. to food log right now with their life because there's too much else going on. I'm like, okay, we, you can't add things onto a super stressful life, right? You have to find your level. And if something's stressing you more than helping you, you can't do it at least right now. Mm. You have to find that balance. And I think if anything, sometimes it's certainly an awareness to people of, okay, yeah, my life is super out of control, right? I mean, you know, you, you can certainly improve the diet and have a great diet and, you know, you have an amazing diet, right? You, you mm. eat all the food, you're doing all the things, but if your environment's super stressful, your job is mm. super stressful, right? You just bought a house that's super stressful your, mm. and your thoughts are super stressful, well, like literally, and then your sleep goes because those things are out of whack, mm. right? You're dealing with like a 25% now of all of your things that are going to basically support your health. Now, is your body going to allow you to get pregnant at that point in time? Mm. No. And it's not going to allow you to heal, right? So, you know, in my situation, like I said, I had a severe neurological reaction. So for me, it felt like I had fallen off the edge and I certainly have people that have, they go off the edge and tax their system so much that you can't you, your level of energy is like at 20%. So not only are you <clears throat> can't get better, but the energy to get better is so low that mm-hmm. you're in this hole of how do you get out of that? And, mm-hmm. you know, for me, I, I look back and I go, it was a very good learning experience that I had this experience, but it, as we say, suck balls. And, but the only way I could get out eventually, because I would get out a little bit and then try to push and fall back and so forth. Mm -hmm. And it was an ongoing experience for me of until I kind of let go of a, the result looking at, I have to get to this, this space, right? Because when you're so like, I want to get better. I have to get better. I have to do this. And other women I'll say they have to lose this weight. Like they're so I had it. My life is going to be better when I lose this weight or when Mm -hmm. I, when I have all my energy back or when I have my baby or whatever it is that is kind of keeping you in that spin. Um, And it isn't easy to let go, especially if you're someone who has controlled things all your life. It's, it's the hard, it's like I was, and I actually said to Craig that, you know, cause you, I always try and look at the good as well. Like what's the good that's come out of this, you know, and to really empathize with women who are going through the same thing and, it's really showed me the power of the mind and good or bad, you know, not, not necessarily like this is bad, but it's just shows that your thoughts can impact. You know, I was 
not training, eating so much food, you would think I'd be sleeping like a fucking baby. It's the worst sleep I've had in years, years. My period was the worst it's been in years. And it's, it, but it, and it just, it actually blows my mind. Like how bad it, it got. And even though I was doing on paper, everything right. Yeah. And so you can imagine for individuals that aren't doing everything right and also are compounding it with a poor environment Mm. and not sleeping and resting and then talking horribly to themselves all day long. Right. Because we're all, we, you know, I always say, if if we talk to other people, the way we talk to ourselves, nobody would like us because we're (laughs) evil. I mean, the way, you, you know, particularly women, and I'm sure men do it as well, but they, they beat themselves up a lot. I'm not this, I should have this, I should be able to do this or whatever it is, or I should be at this weight and how am I mm. let myself, that, you know, because I mean, what I have learned to, and you know, I work with women of all sizes and shape. And, and when I've talked to women that are, are really looking to lose weight, I mean, it's not that they haven't tried, right? I mean, I think we, we judge others sometimes and like, oh, how did you let yourself go? And I go, I don't think that's it. I think they've mm. tried and their lives are so crazy on so many other levels. It, it mm. just, whatever they're doing isn't working. And then most people are doing shitty diets anyway. So of course it's not working, but you know, it, it does. I mean, and it, what I think the, the, the kind of the takeaway is that you have to learn to be very compassionate and empathetic with yourself, but mm-hmm. also that you have to give yourself space mm-hmm. to heal. And, and that sometimes means taking some of these things off your plate to, that you've been told that are going to help you, right? You got to, you know, if, if you're just doing things to do things and mm-hmm. to say, because someone said, well, that will help you, but you're just doing it to doing it and not really having the experience and allowing yourself to do what really you need to, which is probably feel the emotions, mm-hmm. feel how your body is feeling right now. Like, how does your body feel doing this? Are even you aware of your body? Are you aware of how it feels? You know, and I'm not just talking about, is it hungry? Is it not hungry? But literally, how does your body feel? Like sit with your body and like, how is it feeling right now and, 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 and to kind of be in that space with it, but also to try and, you know, like what I always try to remember, and this is a lot, w- which kind of helped me through it. And I actually did also did a program called a uh, dynamic neural retraining system. And if you have any neurological issues, problems, I always suggest people take this program. It is very, very, very helpful. And it really, but it's all about getting you to think better, but so that you can feel better. And mm. even when you feel shitty per se, but if you can let your mind remember times that you felt better, right. And to not just visualize, not just see things, but to feel what it would feel like to have be wherever to feel like, what does it feel like? How do you remember yourself feeling good? Right. Or for you, it's like, how do you remember it? Like for you while well, you've never been pregnant. So, but you know, maybe what would that feel like to you? Right. And to kind of embrace that feeling, you know, and not just, and, and be in that space of how that would feel um, because your feelings create an emotional and physiological response, not just your thoughts, right? It's not just about positive thinking. And I think we get mm. lost on it. Not, not the positive mm. thinking isn't a bad, is a bad thing, but that's not it. That's not the end. You can positive think all you want. If you still feel like I, you're not, uh, everything's great, but I feel like shit, right? I mean, it's not going to be as powerful as in what does that feel like? And, and trying to really embrace it. And, you know, as they say, fake it, you make it Mm. is what allows you to pull yourself out and maybe it's also it's you know focusing on today like you know what can kitty do to support herself on today with 
and a being happy because that has right right happy component is a feeling of emotion that's going to be supportive versus anxiety driven i have to do this or i suck and fail 100 you're so right and just going back to like doing my training again because i love training you know yeah but just making sure I support my body with lots of food, get adequate recovery. It's so funny. Like the last two weeks I was telling you, and especially because we've taken the pressure of Craig and I've just had so much sex <laughs> because there's no pressure there. We're just enjoying it. You know, I'm enjoying training again and just doing the things that make Kitty happy. And I feel happy. <laughs> yeah. And that is the feeling, right, that will embrace someone being pregnant, right? And that's yeah. the, they always say people are like, oh, we tried to get pregnant. And then we tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and tried and, tried and couldn't. And then we just said, fuck it. We're not going to be pregnant. Right? Yeah. And I, you hear yeah. about these stories. Sometimes we went out and adopted, but then we found out we were pregnant right? yeah. and we, or we, we never tried anymore, but then we were pregnant. I'm like, yeah, because that stress is gone. You've just mm-hmm. taken all the stress off. Right. I mean, why do we have a billion dollar industry of, in, you know, infertility cl- or fertility clinics, infertility clinics, fertility clinics. Why is that, right? Why, you know, I mean, we were just talking, I know Emma was talking to you about, you know, mm. our grandparents weren't doing any of this. They didn't know what yeah, they just were. They had sex yeah. all the time and yeah. they had 12 children, yeah. right? They, oh, but, totally. Like, yeah, and sometimes ignorance is bliss because you just don't know. And once you do realize that you can control all these factors, knowledge is good. Now, you know, you have a fertility window. Now, you know what your luteal phase should do. Now, you know, your body mm. temperature should go. All these things, you know, now it's good. But then you take it to the umpteenth level and now oh. it becomes like a, a thing. Hyper. I got to do it. Hyper-focus. Yeah. I got to succeed. <laughs> it, it, it's, it, but it's, it's like I just, I know I keep saying this, but it actually I just find it so fascinating because I've never been anxious. I've never been an anxious person. Yeah, Even crazy. Exactly. I've, never, I've never seen you like this. This is not who you are. And mm-hmm. it really has given me an appreciation for like what this can do to the body and the power of the mind. Like I said before, it's just, it's incredible. It's, it's yeah. quite incredible how powerful yeah. your thoughts are. Yeah. And anxiety and, you know, anxiety a sucks, but yeah, I mean, and, and like when I talk to people and, and they're going through a really stressful time, whether it can be mm. a breakup or, mm. uh, or it could be mold in your house. I mean, it could be a lot of different variables that could create a lot of stress in your system. And then they're like, you know, I'm not sleeping really good. What am I doing mm. wrong in my diet? I'm like, it has nothing to do with your diet, right? Yeah. It's like, you're yeah. going through a tough time. And I go, you just need to be in that space and, you know, and do what you can to support yourself to feel better, but don't beat yourself up now because you're not sleeping. And I mean, then you're going to start. It's like, you know, sometimes life just sucks. And I mean, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's hard to sit in that though. And it's hard to let go of control. I think that's what I really found the hardest is to go, you know, I said to Craig to like, you can, I can never go back to that. Like we can't ever try to have a baby again. <laughs> I said, we just have to, you know, we had a really big conversation because he said to me, we were just talking about it one day. He's like, look, if you turn around and say to me, Kitty, you don't want to have a baby, I'll be fine with it. He's like, I love our life. I'm happy. I love you. I love our work. You know, I think having a baby would be amazing, obviously, and it would, you know, change our lives. But I'm also, I don't need it to fulfill me. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, that's good. You know, that's good that you feel like that. And so, you know, now I guess it was just about me going, I have to let it go, like really, truly let it go. Because I said this six months ago, but I didn't mean it. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean it. I was lying to myself. And I look yeah. back now and I'm like, you didn't really mean that. 
Yeah. Well, I had a, I remember having a conversation with you. I'm like, mm-hmm. She doesn't mean that. She's just so telling us that. your competition, I think you were telling yourself to tell yourself that, yeah. so that you would, yeah. but you weren't, right? And I think yeah. we all do that. I think we, and I do that too. I'm like, I'm going to do this. And then you just don't do it though. <laughs> no, because you slip every, back. Yeah. And, yeah. and I mean, and because you're still trying to control things and, mm. you know. I think it has to get to like, because I was at my lowest of the low and I remember standing, I was standing in the kitchen, you know, like three weeks ago and just crying. And then I was like, I, I can't. You know, and I said that to Craig. I was like, I can't, I can't feel like that again. I can't, I can't go back there. Like it was too, it's too painful. It's too painful to feel like that and feel as in like constantly obsessing about it and being hyper-focused and not training and just worrying myself into the ground. Whereas now I just, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to be happy. I'm going to do the things that I know make me happy, which is eat the food I like to eat, work in our business, train, be happy you know, and then support my body, obviously still and still, and then if it happens, and I truly believe that now and you, but you can see it cause I'm sleeping, sleeping again, Yeah, you know? Well, and, and like I said, I think that's a big, and you know, and I guess it's kind of, you know, I always, I want to speak to people that are in that spot where it's massive anxiety or fatigue or because it's a really shitty place to be, to be honest with you. And it's, it, it can be very dark. And when you don't have the, the space and energy to take care of yourself, um, it can really, the negative thoughts, right? Because when you feel shitty, it's hard to have good thoughts, to have good feelings. And it, it, mm. and it becomes challenging. And, the, you know, and so if all those quadrants of your life are a little bit are oper- operating at 10, 10%, you know, where can you improve, right? And so that's where, mm. I always think the diet is the best place to go, right? It's, it's mm. easy to kind of get those things in and that's a component. But I will say if you work on the other things in sync, right? Mm-hmm. If you really help support yourself with, and that's, like I said, you got to monitor your thoughts during this process because if your thoughts have always been, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. What am I doing? I failed, blah, 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 blah. blah none of that shit's going to help you unfortunately it just mm-hmm. doesn't and it creates you know and those those drip over into the other aspects you don't sleep well throws your period off right you're mm-hmm. already stressful in other environments and work and so forth which everybody is right now they've all been quarantined in their homes for forever they haven't been vacationing and <laughs> so things are all thrown off for everybody and so it's like you know i and i'll work with people and they'll tell me everything that's going on and i'm like can you just take time off work and they're like, I've really been thinking about that. I'm like, can you do it? They're like, yeah, I can. I, I just, I just feel like I couldn't. I go, but, but could you? Mm. Yes, I can. And they're like, I guess I just needed, you know, your permission on some level. They like, they needed yeah. someone to say, yeah, they know, they know deep down. It's okay, yeah. right? It's okay to do these things. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay to cry and be sad. It's okay to do anything. It's, it's, mm. but it's also okay just to kind of be in that space and not try to force it and just. Yes. That's it. It's, but also too, do you think like I, I, you know, I'm like, because a lot of women, it's definitely in our program. I I see it a lot too. And it's just, this is an example. A lady got on one of our lives and she's like, I have been working in this really stressful job and I've been waking up at night and I finally had the courage. I fucking quit. (laughs) I did it. I finally did it. And she's like, now I'm sleeping right through. I've changed nothing with my food, nothing. And, you know, I think sometimes like you say, it's, it's, 
you know, oh, it's maybe the right approach isn't how do I cope with the stress? I need to resolve the issue. What is the issue? You know, like for you, it was going, I'm trying to do everything to try and heal myself when you just had to let go a bit. And same with me, I had to stop trying because. Well, yeah. yeah. And I think I was I telling you this. I mean, when, when I became literally debilitated, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't, I couldn't work out either. I, I mean, I, everything I had identified with, I, I, I wasn't, I couldn't work out. I couldn't train. I didn't feel good. And it was like every you took every identity away from me, and I was trying to figure out who I was at that point in time, still trying to be in the space. And so it allowed me to let, learn different layers, right? I, I am more than my career, my physique, my my fitness, right? Which was a really hard lesson. I think you know when you peel away these things, and I think maybe you realize that too. You know, you're like it is a huge part of me. It mm-hmm. isn't though. Ultimately, it isn't who you are. Mm. I mean, you're, you're way more than that, than your job, than your training, than everything else. But mm-hmm. for me, it was just that. And, and I guess until I really saw that Kate stripped away with nothing. And, and like I said, when you get to that place and so many people are when they don't feel well, mm-hmm. it's if you can be OK in that space, meaning if you can be OK with 20, 30, 40 pounds on you, like be okay there, right? No, mm-hmm. don't say I'll be okay when I lose the weight or don't say mm-hmm. I'll be okay when I have more energy or whatever mm-hmm. it is, be okay right where you are. It doesn't mean you have to accept it and it's all gonna be there forever. Mm-hmm. It just, it's, it's, can you be okay? Is there good, there's still good in that space. You know, there's mm-hmm. still plenty of good. And if you can find that and, and then focus around that and then that's good, then I think that's where you can start building out and, and things can get better. But if you're right. And, and it sucks when you're in a really dark spot because there isn't a lot, but if you can focus on, I remember one, I remember um, a practitioner guy that I went to some classes with um, and he does a lot about neurological through Z health. Anyways, he was saying he once worked with a woman, that everything in her body hurt, but this like one spot, <laughs> And he worked within that one spot to finally start calming the system. But he had to just focus on this one area in her system. And yeah, it sucks that everything else hurt. But if you can focus on the one spot that doesn't hurt, right? Because it just, just as, as much as everything is bad, there's also can be good. If something mm-hmm. hurts in your body, there's also something that, must, that, that doesn't hurt, even if it's just one spot. Right. Mm. And if you can focus on those things versus all the other, then then that's where you'll start to penetrate and that will grow. Mm. And I think that was my way out. I had to get into the because I still had good things. Right. I still had a a job and a practice I loved. Mm -hmm. I still had so Mm. many beneficial things that were great in my life. But it was hard for me to see any of that when you don't feel good and feel right. Right. Yeah, totally. Like we talked about, like I felt bad for feeling the way that I did because I'm like, your life is so awesome. Like, you know, like, and and I've, yeah, yeah, like I always, like I feel like I've always been a very grateful person, like grateful for the sport. Like I really, I feel grateful every day that I actually can train, that my body is healthy and I can move it and I have no injuries and I can go out and walk in the sun, that I live in this beautiful. And then it's just this one fucking thing that feels like it's dragging everything else down, but it's like, it's okay to feel like that. It's okay to feel sad and frustrated and, you know, like pissed off. Um, Yeah. I think those are all emotions you should feel. I think we, Mm. you know, you, A, should feel them. You shouldn't sit in them, 
but then, you know, that's where gratitude comes in because mm. yes, you know, when you can, I mean, you, I'm always amazed when I like see people, whether it's, you know, athletes that run with, you know, mm. the missing leg or whatever. And I, I mean, I just see things and I'm like, wow, like those are to me, the people that I think are amazing. Cause I'm mm. like, that must have a psychologically be so, and you not only do, are you living, but you're living this amazing life and, and being this example. And I mm. just find that, you know, and so okay. I'm always like, okay, you know, and this is where I'm always like, you know, we always say comparison is a thief of joy, right? You mm. shouldn't be comparing to everybody's social media highlights, but sometimes it's helpful to compare on some level that someone has far less than you, but wow, yeah. they are happy, happy and they're doing yeah. well and look at they have and they found the, their partner and they, they yeah. are confident and you're like, because all the shit's usually in your head. It's hundred percent. It is. It is. It is. And how quickly you can change it too. Like when you have like this, this I feel like it was like this switch. Yeah. When I you, really and you can change it like that. You're absolutely yeah. right. When I really was like, okay, you because this therapist I told her about, I was telling Kate about this gorgeous therapist. She's Italian, like maybe fifty five, sixty, and um, she's like, you know, you because you, she's asking me questions, and she's like, you, your life seems full. Like you seem happy. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, just going, okay, I'm going to be happy regardless whether this happens or not and I've got to stop forcing it and I've just got to live my life how I want to live it and be happy. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 but I it's really hard to, to go like because you've been trying so hard. It's like I decided and in a way too I was like, well, you're failing. You're failing. Kitty doesn't fail. Well, she does, but she gets there eventually, if that makes sense. You know, like fail forward. I'm always like fail forward, fail forward. But this, I'm failing. I'm a failure. I can't do it. <laughs> well, and, and again, I mean, I, and I think, you know, and I always tell Kitty that because I think through your process, you've really talked about it. And, um, and I think that's very a healing and very, you know, I think being honest with a lot of things is A, keeps the shame off of you. Um, when I, when I was really sick initially, I didn't really talk about it cause I was so freaked out that I was never going to get better. Cause I think that's the other thing when you, when there's something happening to you, your brain is like, I'm going to be like this forever. You know, maybe you're like, mm -hmm. I'm never going to get pregnant. I don't know. But we don't, we go, we, we, we take it down the rabbit hole to the extreme because we don't see, we can't see anything, right? Everything is gray and black in front of you when, mm. and, and it, that happens to so many people that, that. They can't see any of the light, right? And so mm. that's why, yes, shifting food, what I always say, it's that layer, right? Is that going to fix your life entirely now you're super healthy? Maybe if everything else is working in your life, if your environment's good, if you're good, good thoughts, right? If you have, you know, and it's helping your sleep, or maybe it's providing a tool to now you can actually address all these other things that are going on in your life, which is usually what I found. Now mm. you're supporting a system that is now have space to go, Oh my God, I confront my trauma, my, this, mm -hmm. my, my shitty relationship, my, you know, whatever. I mean, it does open up a can of worms and some people might decide I don't want to open that can of worms and they might mm -hmm. shift back. I don't know. That's, you know, that's their, their way, or you allow it to kind of help you get through the rest of the process to even get healthier with your mm -hmm. life, you know? And I mean, you know, like I said, I, I've always thought every time I've been given a very tough situation, Although sometimes when you're in it, you don't see it that way. You're like, like fuck this. Fuck. Yeah. fuck, why, you know, why me? Why me? Why does it happen to me? Like, I'm, I do everything right. That was the conversation I had when I got really sick. I was like, I do everything right. I don't drink. I don't smoke. At least now mm -hmm. I don't. 
but I, you know, I support my diet. I do all the work I met, you know, I'm doing everything right. Mm. And this happened to me and I felt very victimized initially. Right. And I made, and I made myself the victim and, and yes, I went through all the emotions and I did keep myself in it for a bit. Um, but cause I, I couldn't fix it. And honestly, it was a lot of time that finally allowed, but it was me letting go of all of my expectations of what I thought was going to be was, mm. you know, or is it always going to be like this? It was like, I'd wake up and I'm like, okay, what can I do today? That's it. And some days I wouldn't feel well. And I said, you know what, today I just need to be kind to myself and that's it. I'm not going to make any decisions. I can't go there. It's just here. And of course, you know, everything is an ebb and flow, right? Healing as we talk about is not a linear process when you're going through mm. it. You're going to have good days, bad days. You're going to have a, other stressors going to throw you off that you're going to have to figure out. But on those bad days, it's like, as soon as I would start to, you know, get the negative, I'm like, nope, I know not today. I go, these aren't the days I'm going to, I got to just be kind. I don't feel good. I'm just going to be kind to myself. Mm -hmm. And then as everything, things shift, right? Nothing lasts forever. The feelings, emotions, thought, nothing lasts, mm -hmm. right? Good ones, bad ones, you will move through them. It yeah. is partially up to you to decide how quick you would like to do that. And sometimes you need to sit in it a little bit right? Now, sometimes it's really bad. Sometimes you got to feel it, whatever that is. But ultimately, um, you know, it, you, you do have a lot more power than you think on some mm. level. And I truly believe, right? If you constantly are saying, is this thought, feeling, thinking, this environment, is it supporting me or helping me? And can I, can I shift it? Mm. You know, I don't like to say, can I control it any longer? Because there, there is a level of control you can have, but overly trying to control something that's beyond your control, certainly you have to let that go. Yeah, which is hard for people like me. <laughs> but, but it's a good lesson for people like you. I can, it was the best lesson, Kate. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. best lesson. You know, yeah. what an experience. What a, like I just, because like I say, we, Craig and I talk about it all the time. I, I just like talking, you know, makes me feel better. <laughs> And I, and I think that people should like totally do that. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, whatever it is, I mean, this is your life and part of your, I think job in your life is to try and, and, and work through your shit, whatever mm -hmm. that is, support mm -hmm. it nutritionally will help you, but mm -hmm. it's not everything. And, you know, and that's why, like I said, you can, there's a variety of diets in, that you can see with different cultures that are quite healthy, but maybe they have all the other components that mm. are going to support their health and so is it everything no but is it a huge part for a lot of people absolutely i mean and it can certainly help the system um certainly long term to 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 not have illness or disease but there are other components for sure i really like too what you said and i think this is just sort of i was thinking about this too for myself is just being happy in the now you know, like rather than like, you know, I was a few months ago, I'm like, I've got to be pregnant. Like I'm just every, like everything else is like, I was telling you how things, all our hard work's really paid off, you know, like yeah. Saturday's doing great and skincare's nearly there. Apps finished, all our rebranding's done. Things are going great. You know, everything's good. But then, you know, I was just so stuck in this thing thinking, oh, I can't be happy. Uh, if I can't achieve this pregnancy, I can't be happy. But going, no, I actually am happy. Like. I just need to live my life and be happy in the moment, you know, and appreciate the life that I have and do the things that I enjoy rather than, like but, you say, than thinking that I'm going to be happy when I get to here. 
Yeah, but I mean, I also have to say, you know, happiness is isn't something we all just get, right? You work mm. for happiness, and I mm. mean, I, you know, we can look at your life and go, look, you worked very hard in all these other avenues. They weren't just given to you. You worked very mm. hard. Mm. You know, like Craig says, being very driven is super helpful in a lot of avenues, and some maybe not so much, but in this, it has. So yeah, so that is a component of it, right? And so I think that when you say you're happy, because a lot of people will say they're not happy, right? They're just mm. not. But I'm like, happiness is still a choice. It is something you work towards, but you can decide if you want to be happy on based on what you're focusing on and where you're putting your attention. And that's where mm. I say, even if one little dot on you is, you can find it and go, what, you know, this hurts, that hurts, this hurts. I don't feel good. You can tell me everything that's horribly wrong with you. Well, what mm. else is going on? What is good? Tell me the good things. Okay, mm. so we focus on those things and we'll work from in there in that mm. space and, and, and grow that versus keep focusing on all the negative shit, right? Because mm. if we do that, we just create more of the same. 100%. And, you know, I said to like, you know, saying that we can't trust that I don't want to live my life feeling like I'd felt, you know, I just, I want to felt like I felt before we started, <laughs> you know, and really now I really truly believe what happens either way. I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. Then, it's gonna live but, the life. Live the life. And if we have a baby, we have a baby. We'll, it'll obviously we'll it'll add extra things to our life. If we don't, we're still gonna have a great life. You know, maybe yeah. we'll get an extra dog. We talked about getting an extra dog for Winston. Yeah, that's what I support. <laughs> I'm all about the dog part. <laughs> you know, I've got I've got um three nephews. So, you know, I could just spoil my nephews. And if that's what it is, that's what it is you know yeah i think oh like it's always a decision on where you want it like i said mm. you can decide some people will think that their life is over if they don't have a child i mean you can make that decision too right and that mm, might be mm, what mm. they decide and their life will not be as great because they're they're going to be in that space you know and again i mean when you're in a situation that you can't control that is actually making you sad or not feel well or anxious or fatigued mm or whatever it is, those are still feelings on some level, right? Mm. And so to get out of that space, it's easy to focus on all the shitty shit, right? Mm. If everything is, but you got to find those one thing, two things, whatever it is, that's okay and good. Mm. You can have two emotions and two things going on, right? You're, if you if you're, don't feel good, or if you don't like something about yourself, there's mm. got to be one or two things you do like about yourself, right? Or mm. whatever. What are those? Focus on those. Work from there. Mm. Um, but, you know, continuing to just try to fix it yeah. isn't the answer a lot of the times. And, that, and then that's where you get a, a lot of resistance. And I, that mm. was my experience. And it, and it was quite some time. And it was an ebb and the flow of kind of my experience. Um, so... It was a very great learning experience, um, one I would not wish upon anybody, but it, I mean, you, you see, as you say, how powerful the mind works and, you know, and like in healing, sometimes you can't push yourself faster than sometimes it wants to go. And you just have to mm -hmm. be in that space and allow it to do its thing and mm -hmm. be okay. And then focus mm -hmm. on, you know, what is good. Mm hmm. Yeah. And you know what? I feel like so many women or men in the last year and a half, like with Corona, everyone's stressed. It's been a stressful time. So people have lost sure. their jobs, you know, the lockdown. It's still a stressful time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And here's the thing. I mean, you're not going to ever be stress-free. It's just not ever going to happen. I mean, like I said, you can go live in a beach and for six months and eat fruit (laughs) and fish and not talk to people and be in sun and how, you know, you, most people would heal, right. And have good thoughts and, you know, feel good, Mm -hmm. but that's not reality. You know, reality Mm -hmm. is you're always going to have some sort of stress. There's always going to be stuff. You're not going to have your kids go away. They're going to be there. So (sighs) where can you work? What space Mm -hmm. are you going to allow yourself to work on? Right. And maybe start there. And as you feel a little bit better, then more space will be created to do a little bit more. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, and I think this is the other aspect is I think some people try to do all of it too much and they try to be perfect and log and this, and then it just becomes too much stress. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, you aren't ready for all that. Okay. It's okay. Let's just work on this. Let's just do these two things. And that's it right now. And then what else can we do? And, you know, and, and just try to support yourself during the day, because sometimes, you know, like I was telling you, you know, sometimes taking some of that stress off people, like I had a client, I said, do not food log. It's making you mm. crazy. Mm. And then within a week or two, just kind of focusing on a few dietary things, she was like, well, my bloating's gone. I'm like, yeah, you're not stressing constantly about all these things. And I go, it's mm. good until it's not. And you have to weigh mm. everything out. It's good because it has feedback, but if it's making you crazy and stressed, it's not, not your thing. I think too, like just to finish off, making that brave choice if you can to like if you're in this really stressful job like I saw a lady posting on our Facebook groups oh I'm so stressed I'm not sleeping I know it's totally to do with my career choice you know like if you're in this terrible relationship or you absolutely hate your job you know you sometimes think that you can't change it but you can one yeah 100 percent. I mean you know that's when I I mean you know I talk about that in my book I mean I literally left my life in Atlanta, Georgia, moved across the country, no job, no friends, no nothing. Uh, with no, you know, I had some money, but I didn't know what it was like. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Or I just know I needed to get rid of, I needed to get out of that life because it was destructive. Um, and you just, you, you have to get to that place. You can do it, mm-hmm. right? We can. And usually it's, it's a tough decision. It can be scary and hard, but you can, you can mm-hmm. do it. And now, again, let me say, I don't, I don't want everyone to leave their husbands watching <laughs> this or their jobs. I think you need to take some consideration, right? But um, yeah, sometimes life, you've got to make some hard decisions. And, and I, I, any hard decisions I've ever made, though, or has been hard as shit on me, I've either come out a much stronger person, a better person, a nicer person, a kinder person. Um, but, it, you know, they're, they're all there to help you grow for sure. Even mm. although in the middle of it, I didn't feel like that it just feels like it sucks. Mm. Mm. Oh, well, I hope that, that if you're listening to this, it's helpful. Cause I just, I just feel like so many people that come into this world, there is a lot of trauma, like past trauma or things that, you know, like emotional things or like, it's not, you know, not, I mean, there are people like you say that don't have that. And it just purely is the diet. You know, and then yeah, you come totally. in and they, they change their diet and their training, like, fuck, they, you know, lose 20 kilos and they yep. fix all their issues. And like, but for so many people, it's so much yeah. deeper, I think. I would say there's like a good 20% that it, mm. it's like, boom, and everything's good. Yeah. Yeah. Because the rest of their life is sweet. Like they've got a good relationship yeah. and they're happy in their job. Yeah. They were just fucking eating, you yeah. know, sh- yeah, stupid, doing stupid stuff like we used to do, sure. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then everyone and else then has- brothers. 
Yeah, there's yeah. a lot, a lot of layers, and that's where yeah. the coaching, you know, for I mean, that is where the coaching is super helpful, and and yeah. you know, and so forth. But um, you know, and I think the whole point of us doing this, right, other than our own personal therapy session, was <laughs> <laughs> was kind of just to share that, like, you know, we all struggle, we all have mm. stuff, we all have shame, we all feel like we're gonna we fail. I we all go through these emotions where we beat ourselves up. We all. I certainly have done that. I mean, I've done it many times in my life and we go through it. And I mean, to me, you know, instead of not sharing to say, look, everything's perfect in my life. I love this thing and my business and everything is great. You know, there are those aspects, but there's also struggle and pain. And it's been that way. And, you know, and I think for us to talk about it, and I always commend you on yours, is I think it's really uh, therapeutic to me. But hopefully to somebody else to say, hey, you know, it's okay. Um, mm. And here's some tools to kind of help you through it. We've been there. I've experienced mm. that, right? I, it makes me a way better coach today because of that experience. Because I think I, I get it. Um, mm -hmm. It can be hard. Um, but there's a way out. There is a way out. And sometimes you just have to go through it. And like, I always feel like with myself, because Craig has a laugh about this. He's like, you, you really have to learn shit for yourself. He's like, you have to take it to the nth degree and try and try and try and try until you finally reach this point where you're like, okay, fuck, I'm spinning my wheels. You know, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again. And then you finally, you go, it clicks for you and then you change. And probably a lot of people are like that, right? Like you just, you just learn from that experience. And like you say, it's not necessarily... Like if you lived your whole life without pain and challenge, it would be boring, wouldn't it? Yeah, like, you, you've got to have the ebbs yeah. and the flows for sure, yeah. right? I don't think you can appreciate life nearly. I mean, we, when you don't feel good and things are at a low spot, when you do feel good, like a simple thing can be, mm. you can really appreciate that, right? And certainly mm. that was what, for, for me, you appreciate so many of the little things. And that's the gift, right? That, mm. you know, and that's what you focus on. And so when other great things happen, it's like you feel it 10 times even better. Mm. Um, you know, and, and if you everything's always great in your life, you don't have that, right? You don't get that yeah. experience, yeah. you know? And so I, I, I don't know anyone who's gone through life that way, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, no matter where you are in your life, there's always going to be issues and problems. Um, and, you know, you get to get, you get the opportunity. Like I always say, Oh, there's another opportunity to learn. Right. And sometimes it's a hard lesson, you know, and I, we would say we're hard learners. I'm, I'm a hard learner. I have to <laughs> I experience that. it. Like I'm, I'm going to be given the hardest, you're going to be do this and it's going to be the worst <laughs> experience. And now you get to do it. I'm like, yay. I mean, but you know, yeah, it's like you say, teach you, a person. it teaches you. And I'm like, I don't want to go back to that. I don't want to go back yeah. to how I was. So I'm like, it really, it for, it's forced me to, like you say, go let go and actually just be happy. Cause it's mm -hmm. like the pain is too shit the other way. I can't be that hyper-focused and, you know, just lose my mind again, <laughs> trying and trying, exactly. trying, 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 trying. Exactly. It's like this person banging their head against a brick wall. Like I could just see myself going bang, bang. <laughs> Yeah. And everybody, everybody does the, the, the head banging, right? We just yeah. keep hitting our heads over and over yeah. and going and like, I, and then you're trying, right? I'm trying to fix it and I'm trying yeah. and fixing it. I'm like, okay, if that's not working, right. And sometimes that don't, that, you know, mm. taking things off that does do the trick. Maybe that is the mm. thing, but if it's not the thing, right. Mm. And you're getting into this spiral, then you have to shift. 
And like mm -hmm. I said, and one of the hardest things to do for people that like to be in control is to let go of it, right? And and to be and to walk away and be able to be okay with not all the, you know, all that happening around you. So mm, acceptance, like acceptance, hey, in a way, accepting, allowing acceptance. Yeah. yeah, hard words, right? People get scared of this word acceptance, and I because I have it, you know, and they're like, well, I mean, I have to accept it. Just I'll never change. Then if I accept. You know, I, I have these conversations like, well, if I accept how I am, then I'll never change. If I'm not hard on myself, then I won't get myself out of it. There's a literally a fear attached. So I go, no, that's not. I go, if you, you can accept where you are and be okay, but still do work to get yourself out. But what happens is you're taking away all the negative beating up. You're, you're just doing it mm. differently. You're supporting mm. yourself versus beating yourself right it's the difference between mm -hmm. dieting to lose weight and willpower and resistance and you know and, and and beating yourself into weight loss versus supporting yourself healing your metabolism allowing your system to do what it needs optimally there's a complete mm -hmm. difference and it's the same thing with how you talk to yourself it's the same kind of measure it's so funny actually this is what you're saying reminded me we went because we're friends i think i've talked about jim bostock our friend jim bostock he's awesome like he's just this like healing guy I don't know he's just got this amazing ability with his hands and he does like nerve like he's a nerve lock specialist but oh, yeah yeah yeah. Uh -huh. yeah he's just really I we really like him we've got a lot of time him and Perry and um we went out to lunch with them and he just tells you too like he's not someone that holds back and he, I was telling him how I was feeling like you know I'd, 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 I'd given up the training I was like no no I'm gonna do this this is gonna make it happen if I do this this is gonna work and I was telling him how I was feeling really anxious he's like he said you got to fucking stop. Is it kitty? You've got to stop. You've got to stop trying. You just need to do what makes you happy and stop trying to have a baby because you're running yourself into the ground. And that was it like maybe a month before I decided, okay, you know, looking back now, I'm like, oh, but you need to get there on your own. Yeah. Don't you? you need to get there and into that space where you're like, fuck, he's right. You know? Um, yeah. So. And is. And is hopefully no. I mean, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, I, I'm hoping that we experience things and can talk about it so that other people, yeah. a, can know a, you're not alone. B, that there is a way out. And C, mm. hopefully, my experience will help not you making decisions that I've made or doing the same thing, right? Because I'm I'm hoping that talking about this will help people to try and know okay there's other there's other ways out of this there's you yeah. know and if, if it resonates with you you're like yeah i've been doing this and it doesn't fucking work and i'm like yeah it won't and Here's it's okay to have the feelings and it's okay to share and you know because i think some people are ashamed like you said you're ashamed at the start yeah whereas now yeah. you just you talk so openly about it which is so and you're one of the i think few people i know that really like coaches that talk so openly about their story and journey, which I really, but you're, you're a bit older too, Kate, you know, like, um, not, <laughs> not old, but you know, like you're nearly 50, you know, I think as you get yeah. older, you get like, like I've become better at being more open and just going, oh, this is what it is. And talking yeah. about how I felt and just being open about it and going, well, it's, you don't need to be ashamed. Yeah. I got 50 years of learning. Yeah. <laughs> You've done a lot of shit. I've got a lot of yeah. stupid shit. Yeah. yeah. A, lot, a lot of hard learning. So I, you know, I mean, and some has been good and some has been helpful and others I'm like, mm. but at the end of the day, it, it's all been helpful. Mm. If anything to others, mm. for sure. Mm.
Totally. And thing, you know, it's so funny. I was like last year when I was right in the thick of it and just feeling fucked off and like, you know, like I told you how we just invested so much money in all this stuff and Corona and, you know, and, but then, you know, part, part of me was thinking, you, know, you should be so grateful, Kitty, that you've, you know, like I talked about, like we've always managed our cash well, like, so you could survive through a good, a rough time without, you know, like having to do anything drastic or, you know, get, you know, a lot of companies had to get rid of their employees. You know, they had to downsize, people lost their jobs. We didn't have to do any of that. We were able to keep investing and, um, you know, like when I was right in, in the thick of it, I was just like, oh, fuck, like this is just so shit. You know, you're just so angry and you're so tired and you're so, you know, fucked off at the world. And it's just like you said, it's just such a bad place to be in. And and I think I was, but coming through it out the other side and what I've also, I think, taught myself along this journey, and this has just really reinforced it, is that things happen for a reason and it will work itself out to, no matter what. Like it, that's all I always feel like it's happened like that. Like we've made a lot of mistakes and bad things have happened. And at the time you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. But then eventually you're like, well, you know, that ha- like you say, it happened for a reason. It taught me a lesson. I grew from it or, you know, like even though w- when you're in it, you just like, it's just, you're thinking what the hell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you can get to the place where you can always take something good from a really horrible experience, obviously some are really, really horrible. And it's, it's really hard to see that <laughs> ever. Mm. Um, but you know, I, I just think, I mean, you know, life isn't always butterflies, um, Rainbows? orange, orange juice and, yeah. and ice cream. <laughs> Thank God we have those things though. Yeah. I mean, but you know, you have to go and kind of learn and, and roll with the things and be kind to yourself when you need to be kind. And like I said, you know, there are going to be times when you might not love everything about your life, but mm. you know, you can choose to focus on that shit mm. or on the other stuff. And I always admire those that have really, like, to me, the heroes of our world are the ones that not have all the money and the good looks and, you know, all that, like, whatever. I used to probably think they were the cool people and you want to be around them. But now I'm like, the people that have had the most struggles and the hardest life and get through and make, I'm like, those are the people, like, those are my people, like, I admire them so much. And, you know, and, and I'm like, the ones that had shit happen to you. Like I want to, like you've had some fucking shitty shit happen and you are here still. And here you are still getting up and making the best of it. Like, Although, you yeah. know what, I, when I, I don't actually feel like I've had such bad things happen to me, you know, like you think back, it's like what's happened. Comparably really like, speaking, right? Depends yeah, on what yeah. you compare it and, to. Yeah. Compared and I to feel, some worlds. I've, no, no, it's not real. Like, and that's what I often, sometimes I'll sit there and think I'm really grateful that, I've ha- I have good parents that loved me, really loved me, forgave me when I did stupid shit, you know, set me up, I think, to be a good human and made me, like, partially made me who I am. Like, I'm so grateful for that. Like, really, when I look back, I'm like, what things have happened to you is not that bad. Yeah, it's like all comparable, right? But it's also, it's still bad. It still struggles. You still went through yeah. it. It's still you still feel whatever. it. You still have the feeling. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't. Yeah, but you're yeah. right. Because comparably, mm. comparably speaking, on so many people in this world, you know, we should have nothing to c- complain about. But it doesn't mean your struggles and things you go through aren't hard for you. I mean, I think mm. none of us really know the struggles anybody really experiences independently. We all have yeah. them within ourselves. We don't know, and but I think we can make them better. And, you know, this is how you do it. And, totally. and that was my experience, right? So, again, if anyone is watching this, dynamic neural retraining system. 
was incredibly helpful. <laughs> Maybe send me the link, Kate, and I can put in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly, because it is. And I also, I mean, who else? Uh, Fallon. Uh, yeah, Fallon. She, yeah, she, yeah Fallon, she, mm. I know that she did that program as well when she had, uh, I think, was like allergic to every food ever. I think she couldn't barely eat. And, she, and wow. it's, it's helpful for a lot of different things, right? Wow. But it's all mind training. Right. And I know I've shared like it's, it's a little bit of a Joe Dispenza's work, uh, breaking the habit of being yourself or the placebo yeah. effect. Um, all those are really but it's a program per se that really helps you if you do that work. But it's mm. creating that feeling. And when you do it, it really <laughs> changes you. Mm. And it's a big opener. If you can know to do that, it, it really does work. Mm. Oh, amazing. Oh, thanks so much, Kate. That was great. I hope people. Yeah can you know take a lot away from this and be kinder to themselves yeah if not then you know that's okay <laughs> whatever <laughs> I drink some juice eat some sugar it helps it does actually exactly help. i i do exactly. think that i often think i'm like oh fuck you probably haven't had a total breakdown or meltdown or burnout because you eat a lot of good food that's helped you a lot you know for sure so for i'm sure. grateful for the ice cream and the Absolutely. gallons of juice i've drunk over the years yeah awesome well thanks so much kate and uh we'll talk to you again soon that sounds good